Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Aging Millennial. This is your host, Amar. And I'm going to dive in straight into the episode. So I'll be focusing today on therapy. And therapy is an interesting topic because there is stigma attached to it. There is a lot of conversation around mental well-being over the last couple of years. And the fact that I've gone through it as well may really help others relate to my experience, perhaps. And also who are considering therapy may finally go for it. So, you know, in simple words, I was probably not aware of it much whilst I was growing up. However, um, the only sources of knowledge of therapy for me when I was you know, a teenager was seeing it in TV shows, seeing it in movies, um, the, the perception that you have to be really messed up mentally or be going through some really hard personal issues, only then would you need therapy. Um, there was a lot of, and I come from an Asian or Pakistani background, Pakistani culture, and there's a lot of stigma attached to therapy, even in 2021. But I remember in those times when I was a teenager or a young adult, there would be a lot of chat around, you know, we people don't need therapy and you're a man. So you definitely don't need therapy. Um, if something happened to you, you'd probably get over it you know, over, over time. So don't spend your time or money going to someone else who you don't even know and telling them your issues. And there is no help in the end or there's no result in the end. So it was a bit of a, you know, so I never had a very positive uh, perception about therapy, right? From being a child to young adult. However, I think as I reached my late 20s, I started noticing some traits in me. Uh, for example, you know, being defensive when I was attacked or uh, being defensive even in general about my views, about my perceptions, perhaps being, you know, a bit, uh, what's the right word, um, a bit set in my ways. So, not really, not really letting, not changing for anyone else if I'm in a relationship or not really listening to the other person, uh, being happy with my perception about how things should be, how things are, being judgmental. Um, you know, I, I've moved around my whole life from country to country. So not really having a, a sense of home uh, or identity or where I belong to, who I am as such. Um, some, you know, things arising from my childhood, like bullying, um, you know, where should I go in life, um, from a, from a, from a, from a career perspective. And it was started to impact my relationships around me, started impacting, you know, what am I doing in life? So it started impacting me mentally as well. So I thought, you know, I need to start, obviously these, the, these kind of behavioral traits, and the way I'm feeling must come from somewhere. Uh, they just don't 
come overnight. So it must have been created over a long period of time and I've only become aware of them. So I felt I needed to take control of my life, wanted to better myself, wanted to improve myself by answering, you know, by identifying where these traits come from. So I wanted maybe a, perhaps a new perspective on life. I wanted to become a new person. I wanted to, you know, get a new life. And I thought therapy might be the way. So how I started was I, I was living in London at that time, a couple of years ago, and I, I went on Google as uh, most of us would do, and went to a website of certified therapists. And there I found a therapist, an American lady who lived 10 minutes away from me. And I thought, you know, convenient from a location perspective and her rates seemed good as well. So I read some, uh, obviously I chose her after reading some reviews, but also see she had an introductory offer. I think it was half price for a session. So that's a really good pulling mechanism to bring people in, I felt. And, you know, it was quite a a fair rate as well. So I went for the first session. Um, the, 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 the first couple of sessions were introductory. I told her about my culture, about my issues. She helped me to open up. Um, I honestly, because she was from a different background, from a religion perspective, from a cultural perspective, I had to give her insight into how things work in my family, the family setup, how we've been brought up, the do's and don'ts of our culture and religion um, and so forth. So I spent, I think I signed up for a good six sessions. Well, primarily the reason was because it was, I was, it was economies of scale. So I was saving more money than booking each session individually. So that's a tip for you guys or you folks is that don't book all the sessions in one go because you might not find it, you might not get on with a therapist after the second session and you, in most circumstances, will not get a refund. Um, I asked her for advice on a couple of issues, but she said, you know, I, she's not entitled to give advice. It's for me to discover myself, which, you know, me going to a therapist at the first time in my life, I found a bit... I found a bit uh, useless because I went to a therapist expecting, you know, her or him to change me completely, but that didn't happen. However, however, I would say the my first success of going to a therapist was that I spoke about a lot of issues for the first time in my life, issues I probably never thought were issues. And issues I buried for 15, 16 years. So I would think that was a turning point in my, in my life where I finally had, you know, to speak about these, these couple, these things. So I stopped that therapy because I just didn't think it was changing me or anything, but vulnerability and talking about these issues was a score nonetheless. Uh, but even, you know, uh, I went for couples therapy uh, with with my ex. Uh, we went for a couple of sessions. I thought it was more of a, um, it wasn't really helping from that perspective. So stopped that, but still went for it, you know, nonetheless. Um, and then I gave up therapy for a while, went through some personal stuff, uh, gave up therapy for a while. 
and then I started reading these well-being books. Um, there is a great author, I think, Louise Hay. I read her book on well-being and I read some other articles on what to expect from therapy as well. And I think the, the, the main thing I got from these books or these articles online is that you need to exercise patience when going to therapy. And also, it's, it's about your own effort and, if, and your own work. So if you're not willing to change or you're not willing to put in the effort, then you know, nothing will happen. No one can change you magically. No one really knows, knows you. Even the therapist, fine, you tell them your issues, but they haven't grown up with you. They don't live with you 24 seven. They do not really know, know you. And honestly, you need to take responsibility for your own well-being. So I, 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 this time I made a conscious effort to go to a therapist who's from a similar cultural and religious background. So I found someone and that really helped from the perspective of that. I did not have to explain my culture to any, to her. I did not have to explain my, you know, the, the taboos within our society, uh, the do's and don'ts of religion. So it was a really smooth, it was a really smooth transition to the new therapist. Uh, obviously I told her about my issues, but this time I went across, you know, 15 to 20 sessions, a mix of face to face and virtual, obviously due to COVID. And I did not force myself in changing. So she helped, you know, me do some exercises as well. So we did a couple of exercises, for example, you know, connecting with your inner child. I never really knew about your inner child. Um, I just thought that, you know, I mean, naively enough, I thought you just keep growing up and, you know, child, teenager, adult, that's it. But she, she gave me insight into, you know, your inner child is, um, and I might have a different episode on this, but I just don't have the expertise on therapy. And I'm surely I'm not giving anyone therapy for over this podcast. But we, you know, we, she made me talk to my inner child through different, um, through di- different scenarios. And it was a really helpful, it was a really helpful exercise. And then I went to research on the inner child after the therapy session, you know, did some exercises and it really helps to put things into perspective and also brings up issues or situations which you have completely, completely forgotten about. So that really helped. She advised me, you know, to, um, she helped me identify my values and my goals in life. So I had an idea of them, but just putting them, giving them a structure, following them. And I think what really helped is what I found really helpful was just the um, encouragement she gave me from session to session because she had seen me whenever I used to go back to her with an update on a particular issue on my life. She would always commend me about, you know, you've done really well. So that was a kind of an indirect encouragement in that way. Um, but I, you know, I, I think it's also about feeling comfortable with your therapist as well. And definitely, I, de- I definitely um, felt that with her. So I'm really happy that I stuck by this and honestly uh, stuck by the therapy is what I mean. And it's really helped me. Like I didn't, initially I was expecting a lot like new life, new person, you know, completely different transformation. But honestly, she, she, 
I gave it time, went to the new therapist and also starting by and realized that it's all about my own effort. She won't help me change. But a therapist, perhaps I see it is as a person you can speak to and bounce off new ideas from about, you know, how I can make some changes in my life about new perspectives on certain issues, which you may never have thought about or seen. And, and yeah, you know, so, I mean, I think just summing up therapy in my own experience, and hopefully many of you can relate to it, um, who have gone through therapy is that, you know, vulnerability, I think is a huge pro. Like I've never, I never spoke about my issues to anyone, as I said, alluded, alluded to before, and it really helped me open up. And that's actually helped me open up to others as well, regardless of whether they judge or not. I think in a relationship, you really need to open it up to the other person. It doesn't mean you need to tell them every single issue in your life, but just talking about things, being open about certain issues does really help. It helps you. It helped me deal with some old issues, which I never thought about before. So really helps you make peace with things which you may have been suppressing subconsciously. So that really helped. Um, as I said, a different perspective. And thirdly, in a therapist yeah, therapist environment, there's no judgment either. So they're no, not judging you and you just feel more at ease and you feel more, you can feel you can talk about more issues. Cons, and this is a, you know, uh, disadvantages of therapy is that you really have to put your own effort in. Don't expect them to change you. If you don't put any effort in from your side, you will not expect, don't expect anything to happen in your life. Um, it's, it's, it, you need to be patient with the therapy therapist. They don't know you and you don't know them. So you need to really give out as much as you can. Um, and this happens over a certain number of sessions. It doesn't happen in two or three sessions. So be very patient with the process. Also be patient with the changes in your life. You're not going to expect to be transformed tomorrow night. It can take a couple of months to years. Uh, it's, it's, it's an ongoing process. So do not force yourself that, oh shit, I haven't changed, I haven't transformed. Be patient with the process. Uh, and then lastly, it's a very costly investment as well. Um, it's not cheap. I remember in London, it was about 60 to 70 pounds a session. And that was literally 50 minutes. And the therapist looked at the clock and stopped right at the dot, on the dot. So it is costly. It takes, it takes money. But if you have the resources then you should definitely seek therapy for thinking about it. Honestly, there's nothing to lose, right? Apart from, uh, apart from money and your time, perhaps. But otherwise, it's, you might gain something for, from it. And if not, you, it's not going to make you a worse person or you're not going to lose, lose out from it. So if you have the resources, you should definitely try it out. And I do know there are, other, there are a lot of uh, therapy... Um, a lot of free therapy, sorry, a lot of institutes which offer th free therapy, depending on how si the situation is bad for you. And obviously how bad the situation is very subjective, but do try it out. Do, do Google searches, speak to people. And if you can't afford therapy, you know, there are always forums, mental well-being forums online as well, where you can remain anonymous, talk about your issues and get perspective from other people as well. They might not be therapists, but you know, you, you might get a different perspective. So there's no harm done. So I definitely think that the stigma with therapy will fade with time. 
I'm a big supporter of therapy. I think everyone should go for it and do it. You do not need to be going through huge issues in your life. You do not need to be need to be going through some mental trauma. You can go to therapy. It helps speaking to another person, a person who doesn't judge you, a person who's unbiased. So I would definitely support it. And if a person is going to therapy, please do not judge them. They're try- everyone's trying to make themselves better for themselves and for others. And the- all they need is the support and love that you can give them. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It'd be really interesting to hear your views on what you think of therapy. If you've attended therapy, what you thought about it, can you relate to my experiences? If you haven't been to therapy, are you thinking of going? Is there any way I can help you that makes you want to go? And if you don't want to go, what you know, or you never think you, or you think you'll never go, what's the reason for that? And um, next week's episode, I'll focus on some well-being tips on how I'm on what I do to maintain my well-being, and perhaps you know you can take those tips. Very easy things, but that that is for next week. So have a good day. I hope you take care of yourself, and remember to subscribe to my podcast. Now it's available on Google Podcasts as well and Spotify and Deezer. And you can access these different platforms via Buzzsprout. And do subscribe to my Instagram page as well, uh, Instagram handle, which, you know, which is the aging millennial underscore. So talk to you guys later. And thank you so much for listening as always. Thank you.